I'm TJ, and this is Real Talk Sports. My partner Will couldn't be with me today, sadly, but we got a lot to talk about, and I'm excited because next week is the NFL Draft, and the NBA playoffs are going on, NHL playoffs are going on, majors is getting is kicking off to a real good start. With that being said, I'm going to start with NBA today. So the Warriors defeated the Spurs, taking the lead in the playoffs 3 to nothing. They will play each other again on Saturday. 76ers and Joel Embiid's return defeated the Heat by 20. They now lead the series 2-2-1. And the Pelicans upsetting the Trailblazers. They lead the series 3 to nothing now. Anthony Davis on fire with Jean Rondo is playing like I've never seen him play before. It's been, they are doing an amazing job, and it's surprising that the Trailblazers are struggling, especially Damian Lillard, who has been struggling this entire series. Tonight, the Cavs take on the Pacers. It's at Indiana. As they go into Game 3, the series is tied 1-1. Raptors and the Wizards. The Raptors play the Wizards tonight at Washington. Toronto leads the series 2-0, and a Kyrie Irvingless Celtics is leading the Bucks 2-0. They go to Milwaukee for the first time tonight. So right now, the biggest upset right now is, to me, would be the Pelicans upsetting the Trailblazers right now. I mean, Anthony Davis is underrated, and you can't help but give him credit, but even I didn't think the Trailblazers would be down 3-0 right now. I don't think the Pelicans are going to sweep them, but... I do think the Pelicans are going to win this series. The winner of this series plays the winner of the Warriors and Spurs, looking like it's going to be the Warriors. Speaking of Spurs, my condolences to Greg Popovich losing his wife of over 40 years. It's been really hard on him. As a matter of fact, he didn't coach last night because he went to his funeral, wife's funeral and very proud of him, you know. My condolences to that family. With that being said, we're the Charlotte Hornets fired their head coach, Steve Clifford. He was 196 and 214 in five seasons with them. And after missing the playoffs for two straight years, they decided to give him the boot. Honestly, I mean, I can see why they did this. And I agree with this decision. I mean, in the five years he's coached, they've been to one playoff and they got swept by the Heat who didn't have LeBron James. Dwayne Wade was hurt, and yet they still they still lost. With that being said, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who they'll find. And I know they're on the starts. They haven't announced who they have their eye on right now. So as details come, more to come from me and Will with that. Wendell Carter, the Ford out of Duke. Remember last year, last year, sorry, last week, he announced he didn't know if he wanted to stay in school or go to the NBA draft. Well, the other day he declared for the NBA draft, he is projected to be picked at number six overall in the first round of the NBA draft. So with that being said, I mean, despite them losing all their starters, Duke still has great recruits coming in. Their bench is amazing. I mean, now they've got, you think of that starting lineup, especially the top three recruits that they picked up, including Zion Williams and Cam Reddish and RJ. And... It's, it's really impressive. I'm really excited to see how this Duke Blue Devils team turns out this coming up year. Now we will go to the NHL playoffs. A lot has been going on there, as a matter of fact. With that being said, the Flyers and Penguins play tonight. The Pittsburgh Penguins lead the series 3-1. to one. 
if they win tonight, they they move on. The Flyers go home. The Jets are beating the Wild 3-2-1. It's very impressive to see, actually, matter of fact. I mean, the Jets have looked very impressive. I mean, they're a new team in this league, and the fact that they are not only top two in that conference, but the fact that they're doing this well is very impressive. And now the Avalanche and Predators. The Predators lead the series 3-1 in the first round. They play each other tonight at the Predators. Bruins leading the series against the Maple Leafs 3-1. The Capitals tied the series last night against the Blue Jacks 2-2. That game is looking really impressive, as a matter of fact. Devils and Lightning coming up on Saturday. Right now, Tampa Bay leads 3-1. Blue Jackets and Capitals, the series is tied at 2, like I said earlier. It's a really good one, as a matter of fact. With that being said, the NHL is the NHL playoffs are probably the best time to watch the NHL. It's a really, really great time. I really, I don't really watch the hockey much, but when I do, it's during the playoff time because I know that's when the great games come on. It's kind of like NBA. Most people say, I don't watch the NBA really until the playoffs. Of course, I, I always watch the NBA, but also to announce the, to the Sharks for sweeping the Ducks. Four to nothing the other day. Very impressive right there. They move on to the second round. Now, let's talking about Major League Baseball real quick. And other news for that. First off, the Braves upsetting the Mets last night. That was a big upset. The Astros are continuing to win. The Yankees are trying to get back on their feet as they beat the Blue Jays yesterday. As for any other news for them, right now, there is no big news other than the fact that the L.A. Dodgers and the Washington Nationals, who play each other tonight, who have had rocky starts despite the performance coming from Bryce Harper for the Nationals, and the Dodgers, who have an all-star team, still have most of their players this year not doing too well. 8-9 and nine this year, Nationals 9-10. and 10. Hope to see better from them sooner or later. Before we get, I talk about the NFL draft, because it is next Thursday, and... Our show isn't until Friday, and so I want to go ahead and give my predictions for that. But before that, the NFL schedule was released yesterday, and to play the season opener is going to be the Eagles versus the Falcons. I really like that game. That's very impressive. Usually you see teams like the Steelers versus somebody to play the season opener, or even the Cowboys and Giants, who have been playing a lot of their season openers lately. I think this is going to be a good game. You know, I don't think of Matt Ryan, QB for the Falcons, as an elite quarterback. But I do find him as he is, he is a decent QB. He's a good QB. And we were, I was talking about the Falcons the other day with a friend. And they're overrated, but they're not. You know, and Julio Jones is definitely a force to be reckoned with. And it all depends on how Devontae Freeman performs this year. That running game for the Falcons. Plus the draft is coming up. So I'll predict as, the, as time goes on, I'll come and start predicting how I think the teams are going to do along with Will when he returns. Fred Jackson, running back for the Bills, retired, as well as Richie Incognito. Both of these two have been in the league for a long time, so it's crazy to see them go. I grew up actually watching these, and actually Bills, Richie Incognito was with the Bills as well. He's retiring due to medical issues. He's played for 12 seasons, also dealt with a lot of drama over his career, including the little incident that was between him and another lineman. And it went big because of some slurs that were made. But honestly, 
congratulations to them. I wish them the best. And, you know, watching these two play, especially Fred Jackson, I remember Fred Jackson was a force that people loved to watch. But after he got injured, he just was never the same. But it's still it's still sad to see him go, especially with the players that you grow up with. So good luck to, like I said, good luck to Fred Jackson and Richie Incognito. Now for my NFL mock draft, I'll only be doing the first round. So how this goes, I'll be talking. To, I'll be doing the first 32 picks. I'll be giving the team needs for each of them before I give out the pick. That's how. So starting with the Cleveland Browns, who have the first overall pick once again. So the Browns for the last three years have had the first overall pick. Um, last year in the first round, with their two picks, they got Miles Garrett, and they ended up also getting Julius Peppers from Pep. Yes, Julius Peppers from Michigan, a very Jabril Peppers from the Michigan, a very good player, very two good players who did well for them on their defensive team. Now they have two picks again. They have the first overall and the fourth overall pick. The team needs quarterback, running back, offensive lineman, linebacker, and safety. Now, why QB, you may ask? Well, yes, they have Tyrod Taylor, and if he more than likely may be a starter. But I think the Browns want to draft a young rookie talent because Tyrod's been in the league for a while. He's a veteran player. And in case of injury, you want a good backup. They, they still have Cody Kessler, a really good QB, who I think could do damage when put in. But I think they're going to draft a quarterback. In the first overall pick to the Browns, I have Josh Allen, quarterback out of Wyoming. He's a very accurate player. He's a good QB, in my opinion. He has three wins against ranked teams under his belt in his career at Wyoming. When, and you look at his stats, and they're, pretty, they're very impressive, as a matter of fact. I, it wouldn't, it, it, he really impresses me, and I really think that he, if the Browns will either get him or Sam Darnold, I'm going to pick him. I'm going to pick Josh Allen to go to the Browns. Second overall pick, New York Giants. Now, we know, surprisingly, the Giants went through a lot of injuries, and they struggled last year tremendously. One of, their, um, one of the big things that faltered was not just injuries, but because a lot of stuff was going on behind the scenes. So now they have the second overall pick. What could they get? Well, their needs are this, a running back. The running game was trash last year. No offense to Paul Perkins from UC, out of UCLA. He's a good player, but wasn't efficient. The Giants need a running back. They need a QB. Eli Manning is soon to retire, probably in the next two to three years. Now, Geno Smith, to me, is not a QB to take his place. You have Davis Webb from California, though, who they drafted last year, who I think is a great QB. But I think you want. I think that they'll still draft a QB in this draft, but not for the second overall pick, No. I've got them picking up Saquon Barkley, running back out of Penn State. What can't this guy do? Now, there were games where he had 20 rushing attempts for 50 yards. There were a couple of games like that in his career. But the man is very fast. He gained a lot of yardage in both catching and running the ball. He's very dynamic. He's a young Odell Beckham Jr., only he plays the running back position. I really think this would take a lot of weight off of Odell if the Giants don't trade him. I really think that Saquon is Saquon is the man for the Giants. They need a good running game, and Saquon is the way to go. New York Jets get the third overall pick, traded it with the Colts, who ha they had the sixth pick originally. Now, here are the Jets' needs, and I know Will loves this. Quarterback, running back, offensive tackle, defensive back, and inside linebacker. 
With the third overall pick, I, I predict the Jets to pick up Sam Darnold, QB out of USC. A lot of people think Baker Mayfield, but I think Sam Darnold is the way to go if he's not picked up by the Browns. A lot of people disagreed with me when I said Josh Allen, and I gave him reasons. Like I said, it's just my little opinion, and we've seen this kind of stuff happen before. But yes, I think the Jets are smart and get a QB. They desperately need it. Sam Darnold is the guy to go with. The only problem with him, he led, he was he was tied in the nation in turnovers. He had 22 total last year, but he's an efficient efficient QB. Over his career at USC, he threw seven for 7,000 passing yards and 57 touchdown passes in just two years. That's really impressive. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns again. They got this pick from Houston. Oh yeah, the Texans and the Chiefs are the only, and the Rams are the only three teams that do not have a pick in the first round. So the Browns, after getting the pick from Houston, we've talked about their team needs. I think they go defense here. They need help in the backfield. The guy I think they'll get is Minka Fitzpatrick, the defensive back slash safety at Alabama. I think this guy could really help them. Now the Browns have been making moves, and one of the people they picked up was Demarius Randall. From the Packers and now Joe Hayden Joe Hayden has left they don't have him anymore down there Demarius Randall can he can really help Demarius Randall out there this year so with that being said I mean they've got the Browns if they get Minka they could get they could benefit a lot this guy is fast I loved watching him at Alabama he's the best defensive player in this draft next to Bradley Chubb and Roquan Smith Next, the Denver Broncos. I'm sorry, Denver Broncos. I don't know what I said there. Their team needs a lot of offense. Quarterback, offensive tackle, offensive guard, wide receiver. And they need a running back as well. So with that being said, here, here is who I think they'll pick. I think with the fifth overall pick, they get Josh Rosen out of UCLA. Now, this could go either way. It could either go to Baker or Josh right now. If Allen and Darnold are already off the board, Darnold will more than likely be off the board. I think Allen will too. But I think the Broncos see Rosen as more of a leader than Baker Mayfield, and which is why I predict they will pick him up. The Indianapolis Colts are next with the sixth overall pick. Here are the following team needs. Running back, defensive end, defensive back, offensive lineman, inside linebacker, a defensive edge play. They need a lot of defense. And defensive end is one of their top needs next to running back. I think Bradley Chubb for out of NC State will go to the Indianapolis Colts. The last time we saw an NC State defensive player get drafted this high, Mario Williams was the first overall pick. Just an amazing guy. Bradley Chubb reminds me a lot of Mario Williams, too. This guy is a monster. NC State had one of the best defensive lines in college football last year who most of them are going to the draft, and I believe mo all of them will be drafted. But Bradley Chubb is just a huge, a great player. He can get to the QB. He will shred an off that offensive line if he if you're not careful. He's a great player. I, would, I think the Colts pick him up. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, here are their needs. Offensive tackle, linebacker, running back, especially since they lost Doug Martin, and defensive back. I think they go with an offensive lineman to help protect Jameis, who was the fourth most sacked QB in the NFL last year. Quentin Nelson, offensive guard out of Notre Dame. Notre Dame had a great offensive line. Their offense was great, and the offensive line was a huge reason for that. Quentin Nelson is one of those guys that only allowed two sacks last year. He's a great offensive lineman. 
He's the guy they need to help protect Jameis. I'm, I think they'll get this guy. Chicago Bears. Ooh, what don't they need? They need a wide receiver, offensive lineman, outside linebacker, mid-linebacker, and defensive back. I think they pick the number one wide receiver in this draft, Christian Kirk out of Texas A&M, a very great player. I think he... Christian Kirk left a huge mark on Texas A&M. He, he has got versatility. He's quick. He want, he, when he ran wide receiver screens, it was hard to stop him. He's very fast, very efficient, reliable. I think the Bears would be smart in drafting him and give Mitch Trubisky another guy to throw the ball to. Coming up next is the San Francisco 49ers. I actually have a lot of hopes for the 49ers. Here are the following team needs. Offensive linemen. Linebacker, wide receiver, defensive back, running back. With the ninth overall pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, I believe the 49ers will select Roquan Smith, inside linebacker out of Georgia, another one of my favorite players in this draft class. He is an amazing. If you look at his highlights, this guy is a monster, had a lot of tackles for a loss. In fact, he led the nation in tackles, 137, 14 tackles for a loss, 6.5 sacks. He's a perfect fit to help this 49ers defense transgress into what they once were. The Oakland Raiders at number 10, now with John Gruden as their coach. Here are the following team needs. Defensive back, inside linebacker, offensive tackle. Now that Minka Fitzpatrick's gone, the next great guy on the board is Ohio State's Denzel Ward, defensive back. This guy is... It seems like Ohio State always has a top player to get drafted in the first round. And Denzel Ward is a great player. He's, I watched him at Ohio State. And while Ohio State's defense was they're probably their best quality this year, they were amazing. And he, he didn't allow a lot. He was always on the top receiver. And when he played against that top receiver, that receiver would be lucky to get at least two catches. This man is efficient. He's amazing. I love him. I think that the Raiders desperately need help back there, and he's the guy to help them. Miami Dolphins. Man, two things I realized about the Dolphins last year. Number one, it looked like Jay Cutler didn't want to play football whatsoever, but like he was forced to. Number two, their defense was tremendously horrible. There were two games that happened to be on Monday Night Football that they, they allowed more than 40 points. In fact, their team average of opponent points was <clears throat> sorry, was 20 points a game. That's terrible. 24 points a game. I think that they need a linebacker, an offensive guard, a QB, a running back, and a defensive back. I think they get a linebacker in the first round, and that guy is Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker out of Virginia Tech. This guy is a beast. I watched his highlights yesterday. I forgot how great this guy is, and he's very underrated, which is why I think he'll be a top 11 pick. I think the Dolphins need this kind of guy. He was two-time All-ACC player, 16.5 tackles for a loss last season. This man knows how to get to a QB. He knows how to get to the running back, and that's what you need. So Tremaine Edmonds to Miami. The Buffalo Bills and Bengals had a little talk, and so the Bills got the Bengals' 12th pick, while the Bengals got the Bills' 21st pick. Yes, that's right. So the Bills need the following. Defensive tackle, quarterback, linebacker, wide receiver, offensive guard, running back. 
Yes, why running back? Yes, they have LaShawn McCoy, who's a great player. Injury-prone, though. They need help in that backfield, and they need someone to take the load off LaShawn as well. I think they're going to go with defense first, and one of their first, one of their two picks of the first round, the Bills have two picks in the first round, I think they get Deron Payne, defensive tackle, Alabama. This guy is amazing. You know, a lot of Alabama defensive players, don't be surprised to see them get drafted. There's a lot of good ones out there. Most, A few of them will probably get in the first round, and Deron Payne is one of them. Very physical, very strong, aggressive player. He is what the Bills need, especially if they want to improve their defense and get back to the playoffs. The Washington Redskins. Here are their following team needs. Defensive tackle, linebacker, wide receiver, defensive end, offensive tackle, offensive guard. So another college football team known for their defense, other than Saban's Alabama and Dabo Swinney's Clemson, is John is Jim Harbaugh's Michigan Wolverines. And I think the Redskins are going to get Maurice Hurst, defensive tackle out of Michigan. This guy is amazing. Last year, he made all Big Ten. In fact, he made all Big Ten three times in his four-year career. 130 total tackles in his career, 13.5 sacks. Washington has a decent defense, but they're hurting on that line. Ryan Kerrigan is their only good player left on that line. And people know to double-team him. He needs help. Get a guy that can help him. And Maurice Hurst, I think. Him and Ryan Kerrigan are going to be best friends on that field. Green Bay Packers. You know, last year they needed defense, and they barely got any at all. And as a result, it hurt them tremendously. Their following team needs are defensive back, mid-linebacker, wide receiver, and offensive tackle. I think they get, and this is a dynamic player, I think the Packers pick up Derwin James, safety slash defensive back out of Florida State. This guy... This guy can do it all on defense. He played four positions at Florida State when they needed him to. He got injured his sophomore year, and it was it didn't look like he was going to come back, but he did. And he, when he came back this year for Florida State, it was like he was never injured. He was amazing. This guy's got the speed, the agility. He's got great coverage skills. I really believe the Packers will benefit if they draft this man. Number 15th overall, the Arizona Cardinals. Carson Palmer retired and Sam Bradford after getting him from the Vikings I'm not so sure you want Bradford to be your main QB your main guy to lead your offense they need a quarterback an offensive lineman a wide receiver and a defensive end I think they get a quarterback and I believe the guy is Baker Mayfield quarterback out of Oklahoma now yes he's still maturing a little bit he had some instances on the field especially at the Kansas game which we won't get into but, I mean, I could write a five-page paper on why to draft Baker Mayfield. This guy is amazing. He's got the arm strength. This guy does know how to lead a team. The only the only thing maturity is trash talk. He trash talks a lot, and it gets him into trouble. Just tone it down a little bit because there is trash talk in football, even in the NFL. But you don't want to do it to a point where you hurt your team. But Baker Mayfield is a great guy, and I think the Cardinals, if Mayfield falls to them, get him. Number 16th overall, the Baltimore Ravens, they need offense terribly. They need a wide receiver, a tight end, a running back, and an offensive tackle. So with that being said, the Baltimore Ravens, if it's one position they lack in, it's the wide receiver position, the wide receiver position. And they lost Mike Wallace over this offseason to the Philadelphia Eagles. They're hurting. They, Joe Flacco needs somebody to help him. Why not get Calvin Ridley? 
wide receiver out of Alabama. Now, this guy was one of my favorite players to watch in the college football this past year. And the man has great hands. Some, he's had some incredible catches. He's got, he has speed, and he's very, very dangerous deep down the field, which is why Alabama got it to him a lot of the time. Now, you think about one thing that he does struggle with. His, his, while he has great speed, his agility is something to worry about a little bit, but it's not terrible. I mean, I think of the guy, I think of A.J. Green, the wide receiver for the Bengals, how dynamic he is. Calvin Ridley reminds me of A.J. Green. I think the Ravens need this guy. I, I would get Calvin Ridley. Number 17, the Los Angeles Chargers. It still feels weird saying that. Well, here are their following team needs. Offensive tackle, defensive end, linebacker, and quarterback. I think the Chargers need to look for a lineman. And while Phillip Rivers doesn't have long to left in the NFL, you don't want to see him retire any earlier than he already plans to. I mean, I don't, he doesn't, I don't see him retiring in the next two years. So they need an offensive lineman, and the best guy to get is Connor Williams, offensive tackle out of Texas. This guy was amazing. The Longhorns really benefited with him. He's physical. He's aggressive. The least penalized Longhorn on that team. Not to mention that I feel Williams fits the kind of game style that the Chargers have. He's perfect for them. Seattle Seahawks. Man, they lost a lot over the offseason. So, here are the following needs. They need an offensive tackle, an offensive guard, a defensive back, a running back, and a defensive tackle. Russell Wilson was sad quite a few times last year, so I would worry about offensive linemen in the first round because there's still going to be plenty of running backs left in the second. I, in fact, Saquon Barkley, my prediction is he'll be the only running back in the first round drafted. With that being said, I think they pick up Isaiah Wynn, offensive guard out of Georgia. Wynn has developed strength to push defenders out of their gaps and open holes in the ground game. He has heavy hands. He's a huge guy. His athleticism and quickness is amazing. The only thing is he's short in height, but I don't think that will be a huge factor to affect him, and I think the Seattle Seahawks need to get this guy. Number 19, Dallas Cowboys. Here are their following needs. After losing Des Bryant, they need a wide receiver. They need a defensive back. They need a defensive tackle. They need a tight end, a free safety, and a linebacker. While you do need a wide receiver badly, I would wait till the second round to get it, and I would get defense because your defensive backs were horrible last year. Get a guy that knows how to defend, and that guy is Josh Jackson, defensive back out of Iowa. They desperately need help in that backfield, and honestly, I think he Iowa was one of the best defense, had one of the best defenses in college football last year. They were amazing. Josh Jackson was a big reason. He's explosive, brings a lot to the table. The Cowboys need this guy. The Detroit Lions at number 20. Here are their following needs. Defensive end, offensive guard, inside linebacker, and running back. I think they get Marcus Davenport, defensive end out of the University of Texas, San Antonio. One of the most underrated guys in this draft. I believe he has a lot to offer the Lions. They need help on defense badly. They were 23rd in sacks last season. That's not good whatsoever. Look at his stats. He had 17.5 tackles for a loss. With a total of 55 tackles, 8 sacks, and 3 forced fumbles. They need this guy. Especially if they're going to play against the likes of Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins, who is now with the Vikings. This guy could benefit Detroit's defensive line. 
the Cincinnati Bengals. After getting a pick, this pick from the Bills, they have the 21st overall pick. Here are their following team needs. Offensive tackle, linebacker, safety, and quarterback. I really think that right now they need to work on that offensive line to protect Andy Dalton. And the next best guy to get is Mike McGlinchey, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. This guy, like Quentin Nelson, this guy was very efficient. Like I said, Notre Dame had some of the best linemen this past year. They had a great offense, and it was because of this line. I feel like that this guy will bring a lot to the table. And the Bengals need protection. They really do. They were the fourth most sacked. They had the four. Andy Dalton was the fifth sacked most sacked quarterback in the NFL last year. No joke. With that being said, I mean, if the Bengals really care about Dalton's future, they need to get a hold of a lineman like this guy. 22 overall is the Buffalo Bills again. Now that they've, let's say they do get Deron Payne earlier with the 12th overall pick. Now, now they just need the following, a QB. And I think they get Lamar Jackson, quarterback out of Louisville. This is, a, this is a young Michael Vick right here. I really think this guy brings a lot. I really think he fits the Bills game style. I think he has a lot to offer to this table. And while people think he won't get drafted first round, I do. And if he doesn't, it won't, it'll surprise me. I really think that this guy is very efficient. He's fast. Look at his stats. His numbers speak for himself. I think the Bills need another QB because Nathan Peterman is not going to cut it. Neither is Deshaun Kaiser. So Lamar Jackson to the Buffalo Bills. The New England Patriots, they have two first-round picks after taking the 23rd overall from the Rams. So here's what they need. Defensive back, a quarterback because Brady won't be here forever. Edge player, a wide receiver. Losing Danny Amendola was a, was a hurtful factor. And they gave Cooks to the Rams. They need wide receivers. Defensive end. I think they're going to prepare for the future here. And they're going to get Mason Rudolph, quarterback out of Oklahoma State, to play once Tom Brady's time is over. Now, you obviously are not going to fill Tom Brady's shoes. This is, a, this is a man whose shoes will never be filled. There's only one Tom Brady, like there's only one Joe Montana, one Peyton Manning. So, I really think, though, that this guy could bring a good future to the Patriots. I see Mason Rudolph as probably one of the most efficient QBs in this draft. I've watched him for years at Oklahoma State, and I always loved to watch him. I mean, this guy can run. The boy can throw. His, his numbers speak for himself. He broke a few records at Oklahoma State. I think he's ready for the pros, let alone he's ready to play for the New England Patriots. The Carolina Panthers, 24th overall pick. Here are their following needs. A wide receiver, an offensive line, a defensive end, and a defensive back. I think they pick up Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, SMU. Sutton is a possessed receiver who has the size and toughness to handle a heavier target load if necessary, and he is improved as a route runner. His ability to win in contested catch situations could get him early playing time. He's great. I mean, the Panthers need this guy. I mean, you look at what they lost last year. Kelvin Benjamin's with the Bills now. You know, Cam needs another guy other than Devin Funches and Greg Olson. I mean, I really think Cortland Sutton is the guy the Panthers need to get. They need to focus on offense, and specifically wide receivers and offensive linemen because another thing that's hurting them is that offensive line. But I think they're going to get wide receiver first round, Cortland Sutton to the Carolina Panthers. Tennessee Titans at the 25th overall. Here are their following needs. They need a defensive edge player, an offensive guard, a wide receiver, a tight end, 
and a defensive back. With the 25th overall pick, I project the Tennessee Titans to pick up Harold Landry, edge defensive player out of Boston College. This guy was amazing. You know, Boston College was pretty good this year. You know, yes, they finished 6-6, six and six, but compared to what they had been doing the last two years, it wasn't great. And, you know, their defense was a lot to – oh, I'm sorry, they went 7-5. and five, But anyway, still, that's way better than what they had been doing the last two years. But Harold Landry is the guy that knows how to lead a team. He's got great leadership skills. He has forced a lot of tackles of loss. He had 102 tackles last season, four forced fumbles, five sacks on the year, not to mention – like I said earlier, he's a great leader. He's the guy the Titans need on defense. The Atlanta Falcons, their defense needs help. Here, but here are their following needs. Defensive tackle, safety, offensive guard, tight end, wide receiver, defensive back. The Falcons failed on expectations on defense, which killed them this season, despite swearing they were going to go back to the Super Bowl. Defense needs to be their focus here, and the best guy to get is Vita Vea. Defensive tackle, Washington. This guy is a monster in a great way. This guy at Washington was the reason their defense was so susceptible. And he's a great player. His stats here, he ended up having at least over 70 tackles. And that's pretty impressive for a defensive tackle. You know how hard it is to get a tackle as a defensive tackle? Vita Vea is the perfect guy to go to Atlanta. And I think they're going to take a chance and get him. The New Orleans Saints at 27th overall. Here are their team needs. They need a center. They need a safety. A wide receiver. QB, because Drew Brees is not going to be there forever either. And defensive tackle. As well as another defensive back to help them up out there. I think they get Deshaun Elliott. Safety out of the Texas Longhorns. Another Texas Longhorn to go. With the departure of Kenny Vaccaro, the Saints have a hole they need to fill in at that safety position. The next best guy to do it is Elliott. He's got a lot of potential here. He's a 12-game starter with 63 tackles, 8.5 tackles for loss, 9 pass breakups, and 3 forced fumbles in his career. He also, last year, he got the nation's top defensive back award because he had 6 interceptions. He's an amazing guy. The Saints need help on defense, especially in that backfield, especially if you're going to go up against Devin Funches, Julio Jones. You also talk about what their schedule was like this year, and... They also have Mike Evans from Tampa Bay and Deshaun Jackson to worry about. They need help. This is the guy to help them out. The Pittsburgh Steelers, that 28th overall. Here are the following team needs for the Steelers, defense specifically. They need an inside linebacker. They need a safety. They need a defensive back, defensive end, quarterback. Because Ben Roethlisberger won't be there for long. Josh Dobbs and Landry Jones are not the men I see taking his place I just can't unless they really believe in those two and it's no offense to them I mean Landry has, has shown though he's not ready to lead a team in the pros and Josh Dobbs as great as he is he's inefficient he's not accurate but they need to focus on a linebacker you know you talk about that terrible back injury Ryan Shazier suffered and we don't even know if he's going to really make a great comeback to the pros or not he's working on it but I I fear he might not be able to. They need to get an inside linebacker, and the best guy to get is Rashad Evans out of Alabama, another defensive player from Alabama. This is the guy to fill that hole. The Steelers, especially that playoff game against the Jaguars, their defense was horrible. 
they need help on defense more than anything. Their offense is perfect. I mean, you've got Roethlisberger. You have Le'Veon Bell. You have Antonio Brown, probably the best receiver in the NFL. Martavius Bryant. Just a, Jesse James. That's funny actually saying that. But, yes, Jesse James, their tight end. With that being said, I think the Steelers need help in the linebacker position, and Evans is a great player to fill that position. Jacksonville Jaguars, here they're following team needs. Tight end, offensive guard, and wide receiver. They need a tight end desperately. I think the best guy to get is Hayden Hurst, tight end out of South Carolina. This guy reminds me of a young Jason Witten. This guy is, you watch his stats from, you watch his highlights from South Carolina. This guy is incredible. This man has the hands. He's got great agility. He can block. He's a great blocker as a tight end, which the Jaguars could use efficiently if they're doing a running play. And, you know, that really helps Leonard Fournette in the backfield. This is the guy Blake Bortles would want to see on their team. He fits the Jaguars game style. Hayden Hurst to the Jaguars, 29th overall. Number 30, the Minnesota Vikings. Here are their following team needs. Offensive guard, offensive lineman, defensive tackle, and wide receiver. Now that the Vikings have a QB in Kirk Cousins, they need a guy on the line to protect him. They need a leader on the line. The best guy to get is Billy Price. Billy Price, center out of Ohio State. This guy is something the Vikings need. I think he fits it perfectly. Next, the New England Patriots at 31st overall. So now that you have a backup QB, let's say that happens, you need help on defense because you lost Malcolm Butler. Who's going to help you? Jair Alexander, defensive back Louisville. This guy, after coming off injury, he was great. He, he's, an, he's an instinctive QB. I mean, he has the ability to do so. He's twitchy. He's quick. His, he's an amazing guy. He's athletic and tough. He has great awareness for where the ball is. Do not let this injury detour you away from his talent. I think the Patriots would benefit getting this guy. And the last but not least, the Super Bowl champs. At 32 overall in the first round, the Philadelphia Eagles. They've been doing a lot of great things over the offseason, including getting Michael Bennett from Seattle and Mike Wallace from the Ravens. They, they look great. They need help on that line, though, especially if you don't want Carson Wentz to suffer that same injury. He's looking very impressive this year, too. I cannot wait for the NFL season. The Eagles need an offensive tackle. They need a running back. They need a safety. They need a wide receiver. You know, this guy, This is the, here's the guy I think they'll draft. I think they'll get Will Hernandez, offensive guard out of UTEP. This guy is a great, um, great offensive lineman to get, especially since you need to fill that position. You know, Will Hernandez... You watch, you look at him, you watch him from earlier, and he is a very efficient blocker. I think the Eagles need this kind of guy. Honorable mentions that could have been, that could be drafted, but I didn't, I don't have them predicted to be, but they will be drafted in the second round is Darius Geis, running back LSU, Malik Jefferson, linebacker of Texas, Luke Falk, QB, Washington State, who I think the Giants will draft in the second round. They have the second pick in the second round, so I think that's a great chance. And Lorenzo Carter, offensive, offensive, sorry, outside linebacker out of Georgia. Hope you enjoyed my mock draft. Hope you enjoyed the show today. It's, it's never fun without Will, but I love sports too much to where I could talk about it for days. But I'm going to end it right here. This was Real Talk Sports. I'm TJ, and I will see you next week.